Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God.
Amen. Are we learning to be like Jesus? And I want you to pay attention as the word is coming. Amen. Receiving the word That's the only way You will be I don't want to be away ground I don't want to be a thorny ground I don't want to stony ground Lord make me a good ground a very good ground I don't want to be away ground I don't want to be a thorny ground I don't want to be a stony ground Lord make me One day I sat beside a girl in the church Right beside her She was uninterested She was uninterested Oh, with the word of God He would not smile He would not laugh He would not even say amen He showed no signs Of being moved by the word That's when I knew I was sitting by a stony ground I don't want to be a wayside ground I don't want to be a thorny ground I don't want to be a stony ground Lord, make me a good ground A very
of the church one Sunday afternoon Right beside a man with a stony heart He was not interested With the word of God He would not smile He would not laugh He would not even say amen He showed no sign Of being moved by the word That's when I knew I was sitting By a stony ground I don't want to be away ground I don't want to be Lord, make me a good ground, a very good ground. Say, I don't want to be a wayside ground. I don't want to be, I don't want to be a thorny ground. I don't want to be a stony ground. Lord, make me a good ground, a very, very One day I sat behind three young men in the church They had something to say about everything They said the preacher, he was not anointed They said he didn't know the word, his messages did not make sense They criticized him throughout the preaching that's when I knew the seeds had fallen on a stony ground. I don't want to be away side ground. I don't want to be a thorny ground. I don't want to be a stony ground. Lord, make me a good ground. A very good ground. Say I don't wanna be wayside ground. I don't wanna be. I wanna be a thorny ground. I don't wanna be a stony ground. Lord, make me a good ground. A very, very good ground. The sower of the word Jesus comes to you To sow the word Every day What kind of heart Do you have To receive the word of God Are you a wayside ground A thorny ground Or a stony ground I hope you will be A good ground and bear fruits a hundredfold. Receive it. Uh, I don't want to be away ground. I don't want to be thorny ground. I don't want to be a stony ground. Lord, make me a good ground. A very good ground. 
say I don't wanna be a wayside girl. I don't wanna be a thorny ground. I don't wanna be a stony ground. Lord, make me a good ground, a very good ground. I don't wanna be a wayside ground. Flaming fire, are we in the house this afternoon? Amen. Are we in church this afternoon? Do we have young people in this service? Do we have young people in this service? Then I want to hear a scream and a sustained shout. Amen. That was very weak. This afternoon, we are privileged. Amen. Acts chapter 6 and verse 10. The Bible says that, And they could not resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. This afternoon, I don't know where you are coming from. I don't know what is in your life. I don't know what you are fighting. I don't know what you are battling. But the words that are about to be spoken to you this afternoon, nothing from your background will be able to stop them from changing your life. I said nothing from your background will be able to stop the words that are about to be ministered to you from changing your life. The wisdom of God, the Bible said, is peaceable. The wisdom of God, the Bible says that it bears good fruits. The wisdom of God, the Bible says, is better than rubies. Are you ready for something that is better? Are you ready for something that is better? Oh, flaming fire, you don't look excited. I said, are you ready for something that is better? Because the spirit upon our prophet is upon our bishop this afternoon. Whatever he ministers is coming directly from our prophet. Are you ready for wisdom this afternoon? Are you ready for a great anointing this afternoon? Then I want to hear you scream. I want to hear you shout. I want to see you shout as we welcome the ministry of Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogre. Creator of the universe, what can't you do? What can't you do, Jesus? Name above every other name, what can't you change? 
what can you change, Jesus? You're able, you're able, great and mighty God. You're able, Jesus. You're able one more time. You're able, you're able, great and mighty God. You're able. Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings 
and doeth them. I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built an house and digged deep and laid the foundation on a rock and when the flood arose the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it for it was founded upon a rock But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built an house upon the earth against which the stream did beat vehemently and immediately it fell. And the ruin of that house was great. Here ends the reading of the word of God. God is bringing this message your way so that you don't waste waste your time so that you don't waste your youth one of the most painful things to waste is your time You spend a lot of time on something and you don't get anything from it. Then you begin to realize that please, the children who are crying, they're disturbing the service, should not be in the service, please. Please, please, please. The person holding the baby who is shouting, I expect that person himself to to have a little intelligence. Not an usher, the one holding the baby. It's very painful. To spend your time on something years of your life expecting to get something from it only to discover that you wasted all the years there are even people in the mental hospital psychiatric hospital who are there for this reason because it breaks your heart When you spend time on something, you spend your energy, you spend money, even the best, the, 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 
the, the most expensive resource is time, not even money. And then you don't get much from it. That is why I'm preaching this message. I'm reminded of the lady in Legon who did four years in Legon was not even attending lectures properly. She was. But she was not attending lectures properly. She was rather spending her time going to town, shopping at Koala. True story. Koala, those days, those a place, I don't know whether it's still there. Koala. It's still there? Okay. And, you know, shopping, buying groceries, and cooking meals for her boyfriend on campus. She met this guy, I think, second year or third year, but not at second year, not first year. Second year, third year. So she was, you know, feeding this guy with her own money, would buy things. And there was a relationship which was going on well. She did not end her university education before she got to know that the guy she was cooking for had a girlfriend in the same hall. To cut a long story short, he married that girl. And this girl who spent two or three years of a university education doing pastries and stews <laughs> for this guy. I'm not sure. I, do, I can't tell, but I would not be surprised if she had a mental problem. Because it is very painful to invest your time into something. You see, also because anything, thank you, Jesus. When you, when you are doing anything, when you are doing something, anything you are doing, you also need to remember that you have other options. You could have been doing other things, but you chose to do this one. Very important. Like this afternoon, as you are here, I mean, I would like the, the, the other option I would, I would like, I'll prefer to this. If I have another chance to choose something else apart from being here, I will choose to sleep. Yeah, I will choose to sleep. That is my choice. Some of you will choose to go to the beach or to visit your auntie. So anything you are doing, what you may not know is that there are other options, but you chose this one. 
You could have done other things. But you chose to come to church. That's why you are here. So you are here not because you don't have other options. Now, so if you have chosen to come to church, then it is important that you try to get from church what you, what, what made you come to church. Otherwise, it will be a wasted time. And any time you waste can break your heart. Even friends. When two friends are close, like this, you've chosen her as your best friend, you relate, you visit her and so on. It's not because you don't have other friends. You have other friends, but you chose this one. Now, if this one now rewards you with treachery, and betrayal. What it means is that all the time you spent investing here were, were useless. All the days and the years were wasted years. Useless years. And I'm saying that your heart can break. You can understand it. So, so when you are doing something it's always important to do it well. To do it in such a way that what you want from it comes. You get it. Otherwise, you can suffer a broken heart and may actually end up in the mental hospital. Or, you will be in your house, but you will not be normal. A lot of pastors are depressed. Pastors. But you will know when you watch them on the screen preaching. Yeah, because you, 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 you pour your whole life into something. And you don't get what you are looking for. Your church is not growing. It's rather finishing. Your members are talking against you. Discussing you. They don't believe you. When you lay your hands and you are praying for them, one eye is open, it's looking at you. You feel, you feel something in your heart. It can, it can affect your mental condition. I'm preaching on foundations. The Bible says that there were two men and their lives were likened to a house. One man heard the word, obeyed, and his life, or yes, his life was likened to a house that was built on a rock. Then there's the picture of another man who heard the word but did not obey, didn't do anything about it. 
and his life was also likened to a house. But that house was a house that was built on nothing. So, which is what brings me back to my earlier comment about wasting of time. Look, to build is not a small thing. To finish a house and to see the house collapse before your eyes. You can, you can, you can, you, you can go mad. That is why I'm sharing this with you so that whatever you are building doesn't collapse. Whatever, I don't know what you are building, but whatever it is you are building has two options. Two outcomes. It can stand or it can collapse. I made a mistake. I made a comment which was not right. Let me correct myself before I go on. I said, Whatever you are building, it's not true. Not whatever you are building. Whatever you finish building, not what you are building you can finish building you can finish marrying only to discover that the marriage was on earth like a hovercraft you can finish building a church you can finish building a basenta you can finish building a choir only to discover that you build on air. And anything that is built on air is waiting for only one thing to happen. And that is a fall. It's waiting for a wind. By the way, by the way, the winds of life, the storms of life, they don't only beat the bad houses. They beat the good houses and they beat the bad houses. All houses. So if you are here and your life is experiencing some storms, don't talk to yourself that you are an evil person or God doesn't like you. It must needs be that you experience storms. The storms that are coming are testing what is under you. If you are really made of the right stuff, you will stand. The Bible promises us that every man's work will be tested. Especially those of you sitting in front.
I preached a series titled Temptations. It's on the podcast. Try to go for it and listen to it again. It's about 13. A series of about 13 or 16 messages. Listen to it. But there are some of you here experiencing some financial difficulties. Your parents can't pay your fees. Or there's something about school that is difficult. I'm telling you that don't have a mind that you are a bad person or you are cursed. I'm, I'm telling you, are a, rather you are a good person. But unfortunately, even in school, no matter what, whether you are a good student or a bad student, you must write an exam. You must write a test. So this is the test you are writing. And I'm praying that you pass it well and come out. If a boy has proposed to you and did not belabedoze you, and your pimples are now coming, see it as a test. Because what is under you must be tested. That is why I am here this afternoon to warn you. Do not think that being around here is enough. You can be around here without anything under you. He is like a man that without a foundation builds the house. A house can be built without a foundation. You can build your Christian life to even become a pastor or a bishop. Unfortunately, I would have preferred that your test came when you were a pastor. It's, it's that sad. It's very sad that your major test will come rather when you are a bishop. Because the fall will be too big. And great. The ruin of that house. If I will pray for you, any prayer, my prayer with the Lord, test them when they are young. Father, send the girls to the boys when they are young. Lord, don't wait when we appoint them as pastors before the girls come with their breasts. Send them now. Let them rather test them now. Let those who must fall, fall now. Can you imagine you fall as a reverend? But if your test hasn't come, it means God is giving you an opportunity to Work on your foundation. Awaiting your storm. Because it is not a matter of if. It's a matter of when your storm will come. 
without a foundation. You can be appointed. Some of you will be walking around here singing on stage. Today, even as I'm sitting here, I just thought of somebody I should appoint a pastor. I'm going to have a meeting with that person after church. You can be walking around here dancing, word star, singing. Before you know it, I'm telling you, you'll be surprised that one Sunday you'll be standing here and a cross is being put around your neck. And you are, you are being told to turn around. And you'll be introduced to the church as a pastor. What I'm saying eh? and some of you, when you turn to face the church and you see them shouting and screaming, your heart will break with the cross around your neck because you know yourself that you don't have the foundation as you are standing there. Because what do we used to appoint you? It's not exams. It's not points about things you've done, outreach, you built a basset, Makane, you owned it, you were in the church, you were at the camp, and so you can be at the camp and be, and be fornicating at that camp and, and earn marks. You didn't get me? You can go to a camp and fornicate with this boy, and when you finish your, God forbid, I'm preaching. I said, it, the camp you went to fornicate at is the camp that will earn you 50 points. So, when we are appointing you a lady, is it lazy pastor or lady pastor? Lady pastor in front here with points you have earned not from a camp, but from a fornication. You will be afraid. You will be afraid. I'm serving everyone notice here. Continue fornicating. Continue reading your Bible. Continue watching pornography. You'll be surprised that you'll be watching pornography one Saturday night. The next day, which is Sunday morning, you'll be appointed a pastor. (laughs) Oh, I, I, I didn't mean you'll be appointed a pastor as in some pastor somewhere. I myself will appoint you a pastor. Yes, building without what? A foundation. You can clap your hands. So, so if you are matured, you are not very impressed when you see people, like when you see me preaching. You shouldn't be impressed. Wow, what a bishop, what a word, what, what a word. I can read my Bible and come and preach to you. But what is under me? Don't be impressed when you see Laurie singing powerfully or she's in the choir, she's in the choir singing. And so what? What is under her as she's there singing? Because every title you take upon yourself, you'll be tested for that title. Yeah. In boxing, if you call yourself bantamweight, you'll get a bantamweight opponent. If you call yourself featherweight, you'll get your featherweight opponent. If you call yourself heavyweight, every title, if you call yourself a doctor, you will get a patient to test you. Every title. Be careful. Those of you bearing titles as wives, 
Some of you have failures. But it's not a title. You can be a title holder, but without a foundation. And you can be a title holder with a foundation. So if you are a little mature, you will not be impressed. Rather, you will be impressed with those who have been tested by the storms and they are still standing. Some of you, as I'm preaching, should be afraid of yourself, of what is about to happen to you. Because you have used ways and means. Ways and means. You have maneuvered your way into certain places. You have maneuvered your way to sit by my side on the stage. Both houses were completed houses. So you learn not to admire a house. For instance, if you are a wise person, this is just this is just not the message. You will never buy a land you have not gone to see after a rainfall. Unless the land you can see that this land is sitting on a hill. That's fine. Anything apart from a hill. Don't trust the land. You should go there immediately after a downpour to see your future. <laughs> yes. That's why you see streams and rivers. And you ask yourself, is this what I want? Especially if somebody shows you a land in an area where there are a lot of houses around it. But that place, nobody builds there. <laughs> and the person has taken you there that this is the land. You should ask yourself. <laughs> My dear friends, it's nice that we are laughing. But I'm telling you that. So, so, so I'm going to preach about some foundations you must have. If you don't have it, you'll be around. We will appoint you and ordain you a reverend. Waiting for your fall. Shakata. I taught you the first foundation that is diligence. The first foundation is called the foundation of diligence. Say diligence. Anybody who doesn't have diligence is wasting his time as a pastor, as a member. 2 Corinthians 8, 22. And we have sent with them our brother, whom we have oftentimes proved diligent in many things, but now much more diligent upon the great confidence which I have in you. 
Hebrews 6.11 We desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope to the end. Anybody who is doing something that is why you must appreciate people who have been around for a very long time doing what they are doing and they are still around. And they are still around. Yes. And the things they are doing are working. Diligence is an effort made with energy that makes you unstoppable. You make an effort using energy. Energy that cannot be assuaged, that cannot be abated. Energy that cannot be truncated. Energy that cannot be, that cannot be brought down. Diligence. The day you lose diligence is the day your ministry begins to go down. Your life begins to go down. To be a Christian, you need to have a strong forehead. Yes. Wow. Yes, you must have a strong forehead. That no matter what comes my way, I'm working with Jesus. Perseverance. Diligence. Otherwise, a wind will blow you. The winds that blow, they come to test your diligence. It's, diligence is a foundation. He said, we sent him to you. Because we need Second Corinthians 8. We have proved, he has proved diligence. Diligence is, is what proves your ministry. We are sending him to because he has proved diligence. And he's even now much more diligent. Diligent. And that is the ability to use energy in your efforts. That makes you unstoppable. Nothing stops you. Riches don't stop you. Failure will not stop you. Poverty will not stop you. Hunger will not stop you. Being satisfied will not stop you. Issues will not stop you. Because what you don't know is that what makes someone stable can destabilize somebody's life. A lot of you here, not a lot, but some of you here, if you had a lot of money, you'd be a strong Christian. You use your money to buy a car and use the car for outreaches. And I know, oh yes, I know some of you. If even me, I wish you money. I wish you money. If you had money, you use I, I know some of you. If you get money, you are going to buy a very good smartphone like an iPhone 20. Yeah, that you can use for WhatsApp and podcasts and, you know, do ministry and so on. Oh, I know that one. I know it. But there are some of you also. If you get money, today is the last Sunday. Yes, in church. So everybody has his own something. 
But I'm saying that when you are diligent, eh, no matter what, whether it is riches or poverty, that's what Paul said. Nothing can separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ. Romans 8. And he lists the extremes. Is it poverty? Is it riches? Is it angels? What is it? What height? Depth? What is it? Life? Death? What is it? Get ready. If a girl couldn't stop you, a boy can stop you. If heights couldn't end your work with God, depth can end you. Any of you are here, you are poor, white poverty. But you are in church. Not many people can follow God with the poverty you are experiencing. So you've succeeded to be, to be with God. With poverty. So the next thing the devil will try is riches. Second foundation. Hebrews 6. Verse 1. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, and by this he's talking about the first principles. There's a time you must leave, 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 leave first principles. Let us go on to perfection. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God. That is, this, mess, this verse, the writer of Hebrews is saying that you cannot stay at the level of foundations forever. You must move on. Go on to perfection. That is maturity. Go on. But we are using this verse to ask ourselves that even the foundations, do you have them? I said the writer of Hebrews is saying in this verse that we should leave. Move on. Move on. Move on. You've stayed here for too long. But the assumption is that you have that foundation. And the question is that, do you have it? Which is what brings me to the second foundation that you can be around here and not have it and still be appointed a pastor. You can be around here and not have it and still be a Christian. You can be around here for 20,000 years without this foundation and still be around. Do you have it? And the second foundation is the foundation of repentance. Repentance. You can be here. He is like a man that without a foundation built a house to become a reverend.
most of the people I see here, you are all, you seem to be maturing and advancing. Just by looking at your face, you, you, are, you are spiritually gaining stature and doing well. And that is what frightens me. It frightens me that you are doing well. Because my question is that this girl who is gunning for lady pastorship, does she have a foundation of repentance? You can be here without that foundation of repentance and still manage to be around and even weave your way to the front. When you walk with God, the classic story of repentance Jesus told is the story of the prodigal son. By the way, he's my hero in the Bible. Who blew it? Who left his father's house? Went to chase girls. And I mean girls, it's in the Bible. He left his father's house to go and chase girls. Girls can be one of the reasons why somebody can abandon Jesus. Girls. Yes, girls. Girls. The girl sitting by you, the nearest girl, be afraid of that girl. Yes. She can hijack your ministry. You will not believe it. That you are the one ending up this way. He left his father's house. We know clearly that it was girls. He wanted to taste harlots. No, no, this is the Bible. The Bible says it. It's a riotous living, lewd, lewd, wildlife with girls. His elder brother is the one who told us. We didn't know. We, we just knew he was traveling. But the elder brother later on in this story said he has wasted his substance with harlots. And harlots... Harlots are not girls who stand at SDA Junction. Some of you sitting here are harlots. You want to go and stand at circle before we can call you a harlot. We know you already that you, you, are, you are a girl who like Bob Marley says you move from man to man. Man to man. Some of you girls in one year you have been in four relationships. There are boys here who are harlots. Beware. Beware. You know, they are powerful. A boy who is a harlot can take you away from Christ. And when he has finished taking you from Christ, he will dump you and move on. 
It's not in the drama, not so. Yeah. Yes. Don't don't look at any girl with benevolence. Yes. They come and they call you brother. This is my Christian brother. This is my brother in Christ. But she's actually an agent of decimation. Agent of what? Decimation. Well, sit down and let me finish the message. But this boy who went and followed girls lost everything many problems but the bible says that one day as he sat down and evaluated his life he noticed that he had destroyed everything destroyed everything but a flicker and a glimmer of hope flashed through his mind that even though I've lost everything, my father is still alive. And he said, Father, I know him that no matter how much I've blown it, this my father, he will receive me. Yes. He was confident in the love of this father. That This father is merciful. And truly, truly, he was surprised that he did not get to the house before his father ran to him, embraced him, and kissed him. And that father is God, our father in heaven, that no matter how much you've blown it, there's still space for you. It's wonderful. You didn't believe how he loves us. But ladies and gentlemen, that word turned around. To repent means to make a U-turn. If you are here and what I'm about to do, you don't know how to do it. I fear for you. This you will hit if it was a quadratic equation, we say when y equals zero. Our students. Ah, oh, students are here. You go and touch something, there's nothing wrong with touching something, but to keep touching. I said to keep touching. It means that you 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 don't have the foundation. You see, it's a it's it's a it's an attribute, it's an attitude, it's a virtue, the capacity to repent. Some of you don't have it. And I'm telling you that whatever you are building, you keep building it. Continue. I may not know maths. I may not know philosophy. 
I may not know geography. I may not know biochemistry. I may not know gynecology. But I know this one thing. That your life you are living is only waiting anytime you wake up. Ask yourself, when will I fall? When will I fall? Because it is not a matter of if you fall, but it is when you fall. I'm saying to you that, look, the things we have done that we are here, Kai! But there is something you can't be a Christian without this foundation. If you don't have it, eh, seek counsel from Lady Pastor Yvonne, Lady Pastor Abigail. Look for Lady Pastor Irene. Look for the pastors to help you. That a penis has entered your anus. There's nothing wrong with it. Maybe it mistakenly slipped into your anus. But to continue going for penises for your anus. Every weekend you go, I'm ready. foundation. Listen to me. There's nothing I'm saying. It's a joke. Who was the boy who told us last week? He used to buy airtime. Airtime to watch pornography. That is his time. It is time. He has to buy airtime. But my time, there was no airtime. His time that he had airtime. When I was 13 years, there was nothing like airtime. We had the magazines. And they were under our mattresses. When you wake up in the morning, you lift the mattress and you pull one to have your quiet time. But ladies and gentlemen, when you meet Jesus, you cannot go back. Anybody who keeps going back I came for you. I'm informing you that you don't have a foundation. You lack it. I may be confusing you, but I'm saying that the abortion you committed, the boys you slept with, the weed you smoked, all of us have sinned. We've all. But there is something everybody must believe God to have. Everybody must believe God to have the ability to turn away. If you lack it, anybody here who doesn't have that ability to turn away. To say to yourself that enough. It's enough. And to convince yourself, the boy, he convinced himself that no, I wasn't born to live this life. 
I wasn't born to eat with pigs. You see, you cannot repent properly if you cannot convince yourself that this thing is contrary to my colorful destiny. If you don't. I mean, if you convince yourself that sleeping with this girl is normal, actually, God wants to use you to help her to relax. That it's, it's, like, it's like she's always tense and needs a massage. Keeping her company. Listen, the people who repent, they are not people who convince themselves that oh, but no, 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 no. Don't, don't say that. Don't, don't say pornography is wrong. Because you see, in six months' time, I'm going to marry. Or one day, in five years, I will marry. In 17 years, I will marry. So I need to, to really understand sexology. That when I watch pornography, I will see some moves. That if I also make those moves, I'm saying that if you convince yourself that something is right and is good, you can never turn away from it. But the day you tell yourself that never, this thing, even the servants in my father's house are not living like this, that my destiny is incompatible with this lifestyle. That's the only way. Turn away. Oh, you know that there was a time. I thought boys with testicles are those who like pornography. Till I met my first lady, the first woman, the first woman who showed me that she was hooked on pornography was a police woman. Beautiful young girl, police woman. I couldn't believe it. Some of you girls here are into pornography. I'm saying that you can never turn away from something you find right. Something you've already checked in your heart that is right. You must cross it as wrong before you can turn away. Like those pastors there, you must respect them. They've had to keep telling themselves that, you know something, I, it's true. It's true. It's true. I watched pornography last week after the fast. But pray that Father put in me the foundation of repentance. I'm talking to people here who keep going back. You keep going back in fact, you have convinced yourself that there is nothing wrong with what you are doing. You have convinced yourself that this thing is even God, God, God understands. It's not a big deal. People like you should not build anything. Don't build. Don't. If you've started building and you are at the lentil level, just call some whatever. They will break it down for you. Do not build. Tell your neighbor, do you want to continue building? Please turn over. I said.
from, say, from what I'm hearing today, I just want to ask you, do you want to continue building or you want to pause for demolition? Ask her. That you went to visit um, Evelyn and you went at the wrong time. She even wasn't expecting you. Because she's a decent girl. But somehow, she, I mean, you wanted to surprise her. So when you went, you noticed, oh, come in. When you, once you opened the door, she was wearing a nighty, as transparent as lace. And the breasts are inside the nighty like arrows. She stretched forth her hand to, to because she had, she, not that she was tempting you, she had even forgotten that she was not well dressed. So, oh, Brother Francis, you are welcome. When you stretch your hand, instead of holding the hand, you want to hold the breast. And Evelyn, too, with feelings. Say feelings. She said, hey, Francis, stop it. I like it. Before you knew it, you had disgraced yourself. But I'm here to tell you, God still believes in you. He loves you. He likes you. He will choose you. He will anoint you any day. Except that you have to have in you the foundation of repentance. That instead of shaking her hand, you shook her breast. Oh, please. We all, once a while, we shake things we shouldn't shake. But you continue. Some of you are specialists in continuing. Some of you are specialists in persisting. You, you, it's like now, dear Charlie, you are now wild. Munjaimi. Munjaimi. Yeah. There's a boy and a girl here who are having sex regularly here. In this service, the Lord is telling me. I don't know who they are. You may think I'm joking, but it's okay. Oh no, think whatever you want to think, it's up to you. He is like a man that without a foundation managed to become a reverend. What's your name? Belinda. You marry Belinda one day. She's now Mrs. Belinda Odati. And before you know it, you have gone to misbehave with Leticia. The first day you messed up with Leticia, 
You must withdraw your forces and do this. I mistakenly hit you or deliberately hit you, but I have in me the ability to turn. Never again. It's not angels who serve God, though. It's not Holy Ghost who serves God. The people who serve God are mere mortal men with weaknesses, with appetites, with lusts, with painful, painful passions. But what they have in them is that they have an ability to say, no more! That I stole your phone, I'm sorry. But no more. It's called... The foundation of repentance. And you owe it to yourself as a believer who has got 50 years ahead of you, 40 years ahead of you, X years ahead of you. If you are expecting yourself, Ajay Kayaba, if you are expecting yourself to be like an angel without feelings, ah, Omale. I'm saying it again. If you don't have this turn around, you turn. Ability. Then don't build. Remove the cross. Go to the back. Be around. But if you want to build, if you want to want to walk with God the Proverbs 4.18 way that the path of the just is like the shining light that shines more and more more and more today you are a basenta leader then you become a center leader and you become a pastor, a lady pastor a reverend, a sister whatever, look you can be a sister without the foundation of repentance Unfortunately, or fortunately, the subject I'm preaching about today is not a subject, it's not something you see. It's the unseen part of your life. If I'm to take you to the under of this building, you will not believe what is where, where the column basis of this building can be found. Deep. Deep. Unseen. Unseen. The money we spent on the foundation can build the superstructure. Oh yes. Ah, when you go out, you should see where, where the stonework is, where the wall, where the wall ends on the ground. That is where the original level of the land here is. That's the level. We, we, we have excavated to get to that level you are working on. And then we are went down. If you fell into one of the holes, you would need help to come up. 
Foundations are not seen. When we see you, we don't see foundation. When we see you, we see the windows, we see the doors, we see the glass, we see the air conditioners. So some of you don't think that foundations are worth working on. Because whether you have a foundation or you don't have a foundation, it will not be seen anyway. I don't understand what I'm saying. Like, like some of you are wearing panties you have been wearing for four days. You've not washed it. Some of you are wearing brassiers you have worn for three months. But what you are, what you are wearing on top of the brassier is a new dress. But what is in the shishien? It's old. But you don't care because the thing is that when people don't see, you don't mind. You don't mind. Some of you are wearing boxer shorts that are more, more, more brown than the soil. But original color was white. But who cares? Once I'm wearing the brand new jeans and brand new sketches. Because what you don't see under, you don't mind. Till one day, one day, you collapse and they say, let's remove her blouse. Let's remove his trousers. I said till one day Sister uh, Leticia falls down And we are pouring water on her Then the doctor comes and says no 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 Remove her clothes and pour water I said hey Panties that are, have got holes Like Like, uh, uh, like potholes but till you collapse. Beautiful girl. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm saying that what is not seen, we don't pay much attention to it. But I'm telling you that you cannot bring this to the ministry because in the ministry, in the church, in working with God, any day that passes over your lack of foundation makes your destiny precarious. I see workers working on our foundation. Even this foundation. The foundation. When we close and you go out and you see what is there, you won't even understand what is there. You you, you may think nothing has happened there. We have poured nothing less than 200 trips of filling, double axle, those big trucks that move with speed on the road. 200 of them have been used to fail that foundation. The block work for the foundation can build three houses. But as you have covered it, you understand what is under. It's unseen. From now on, it's almost like all the money we have spent, the amount of money I have raised in this church, when you come and say, oh, so Bishop, what did you do with our money? I said, oh, I use this for this foundation. Said, oh, Bishop, please. What are you saying? Bishop, what do you mean I gave 10,000? And I know people who gave 10,000. Bishop, what, is, what are you saying? But there's nothing here. Because no matter how much you explain, 
nobody will have any appreciation of what is under as your foundation. So many people, because nobody sees, they do not care. I was walking on the foundation, I saw some a bowing of one of the walls. A bowing is bowed. So we've called somebody, he's going to remove the blocks, build again, build, 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 fail, cast. So in the end, when we cut the foundation, all the removal of blocks and building again and again, nobody sees it. But only a wise man knows that. If you don't correct that thing that is under, I say, if you don't correct that thing that is under, you will build it only waiting for a storm to bring it down. Some of you here, your lives are your marriages, your ministries, your destinies are only waiting for a storm. Next week, or next two weeks, I'm going to deal with faith as a foundation. (laughs) You are sitting on the front row. You don't even have faith in Christ. You will be a Baha'i general overseer. And remember the past days when you were in flaming fire. Katazu kataka ya kataka. That as we are walking here, you may see us dancing, singing, preaching, but under us there is something called faith. We believe in something that nobody can see. But today, I'm talking about you tens. You tens. You watch pornography, make a you turn. You masturbate, make a you turn. You fornicate. Make a U-turn. You are sleeping with somebody. F- f- constantly fornicating till now. You are a fornicant. Yeah. U-turn. Tell your neighbor, is there any area you can make a U-turn? Or you are the angel that the, the pastor was talking about? Ask. The, ask ask her. The writer of Hebrews says we should move on. He says, move on, move on, move on. Go on to perfection. But I'm saying, don't move on. Don't move on. Let's check the under. Whether you have it first before we can move on. Do you have it? You can't move on if you don't have it. He's assuming that they have already got the foundation of repentance. But you do you fit this assumption? In your work with God, are you that type of person who is sensitive enough? Because look, mistakes, you, you are yet to make the real mistakes. But you need that perspicacity and sensitivity to feel a feeling that no! What I just did was wrong. What I did was wrong. What I did was wrong. No. I can't relate to this girl this way. I'm just causing problems for her. I can't do that. If you lack the ability to say, what I did was wrong. If your heart doesn't smite you, like David went to cut the, the skirt of Saul's, whatever, the, a little part, his heart smote him. What have I done? 
Never to do it again. If you are the type of person whose heart doesn't smite you, you can insult your friend, you can talk about her with someone, and when you leave, there's no disturbance in your soul. It means that you lack, you have a certain numbness. You are, you are numbed. See it. Mistakes. Me, if you see an angel, move away from her. We, we are human beings with feelings. Yes, we like boys. We like girls. We like to, both to smooch and to be smoothed. There is nobody here who says pornography is not nice. Abba! Or unbeliever music. Shatawale is not nice. No, you are lying. You are lying. It's nice. There are beats. Abba. Bob Marley is not nice. Oh, boy. But you must have the ability in you to say that this thing I did, it was nice. But I am categorizing it as something that is wrong for me. It's wrong. It's wrong. It was nice, but it's wrong. And you move. If all the things I've said this afternoon... If you don't have it, then your case is a useless case. I'm telling you, there is no hope for you because your downfall, your dis- like Samson, he had four chances to run away from Delilah. Four. First one. Many of you, after the first one, you are with a woman, as you are with her in the room, she has got Killers outside. That's a can whistle. <laughs> and they come to kill you. And you still continue to put your head on her laps. Ah, it means that you, you lack utens. A normal man would have said, You want to kill me? Konyele. You want to kill me? Oh, so as I was with you here, you had spies outside. I mean, I, I thought I was with a girl, with some, with my girlfriend. We are you know, making ourselves happy, romancing. And I, you mean, as I'm with you here, there are people outside that you can call to come and kill me. It's okay. Give me my shirt. Give me my shirt. But not Samson. If you don't have it, eh, you don't have it. It's a curse. As I, if you don't have what I'm talking about, the ability to, to, to touch fire and move your hand is called the spinal reflex. Nature. Even nature teaches you that there are some wires in your hand connected to your spine. Which come back to your muscles that make you withdraw your hand when you touch something that is not right. Even nature. 
And when those wires are numbed And you can put your hand in fire And not feel that your fingers are in fire Then there's no hope for you I'm looking for anybody who will come to me weeping That she fornicated That is the girl I would like to bring close to me That's the girl That's the girl I'll feel relaxed with Weeping no, 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 The one we began, he was weighing my breast. He said the left one is heavier than the right. And I was so sitting there. I'm preaching. But she comes to me crying. That's the girl I want. Not the girl we will let, let's invite Sister Leticia to sing uh, the glory of God is here. So Leticia is just going in. C sharp. The glory of God. Meanwhile, last night you were sleeping with somebody's husband. There's no feeling in you that what you are doing is wrong. There's nothing in you. No. I like the girl who rather has committed abortion but feels that what she's done is not the right thing. And I'm saying that if you are here and you don't have that feeling, you don't have the U10. You ten, see, all the examples I'm giving, many of you, does it not sound strange to you? You can't even relate with it, not so. Yes. Oh, you can't relate with it. Oh, okay. Then you, then you are mature. Some of you can, what, are, what is he saying? I mean, a boy, a, a girl has breast, no, bishop. You know, when you are preaching, that's, you, 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 you say about something about go somewhere, preach somewhere. Go somewhere, preach somewhere. You cannot go somewhere to preach somewhere if you don't have the U10 spirit because there are some places when you go there to go and preach, the first thing you meet is a woman with watermelon breasts. You cannot, it's not everywhere you can go. If you lack U10s, if you lack the ability to say no. No, no. Going somewhere will give you more children than you bargain for. Kosakaya. I know a man for three years, three or four years, he has been in court divorcing a woman. Say, I cannot marry you again. Eventually, I think that the divorce has, has going on or it's about to be, whatever. And he got a beloved that he's going to marry the beloved. The woman that he's divorcing for three years has come. Like I'm pregnant. With who? The man. I mean, I... You can't stop. You don't understand it. You don't, don't, don't understand. You, you shouldn't understand it. Young men. Young men. 
Young men, we are not looking for good preachers. So. The church doesn't need good preachers. Hi, Kaka. I said the church doesn't. Ah, but if the church needed good preachers, then, then I'm not supposed to be preaching. I'm not supposed to be preaching. The church doesn't need good preachers. What the church needs is repentant pastors, repentant singers like Mavis, repentant keyboardists like David, who make mistakes and say, No more. I turn around. And thankfully, there is a father waiting at the balcony for you. Once he sees that you've made the first move, he will run to make it easier for you to come home. Stand to your feet. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands. And I want you to pray for yourself. That Father, give me this ability to make you tense. I'm great. I preach well. I'm a good singer. I play the keyboard with one finger. I know maths. I'm beautiful. But Father, I cannot continue from here if you don't give me this foundation of repentance. The next one is faith. We'll get there one day. Lift your two hands and pray. Remember, God is not looking for angels. He only needs men who can turn around. Open your mouth and pray for yourself. Many of you are in things things you know that you must put them behind you but because they are nice the feelings are good you cannot prize yourself away from it lift your two hands and pray now pray there's nobody praying in any microphone you yourself pray you know your life you know your life story you yourself should pray finish this race Lord if what I need is repentance then Lord help me help me show me the pastor I must go to show me the lady pastor who must help me show me the reverend who must who must help me but surely I cannot continue without the capacity to make you tense Zadula Bada Pray. Pray. We are praying. We are not waiting for someone to come and close up. We are praying. This is prayer time. We are talking to God about our lives. 
Father, help me. Shota. Zini makotaba. Zostibia tosa. Zebelian dostebala baba. God needs men and women who will say no more. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. They are the men he's looking to use. Those are the men he wants to call. Those are the men he wants to anoint. Not perfect men, but men who see evil and call it evil and turn away. Those are the men. Pray. Anazuna, 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 Samiado, Shebala, Azuteka, Aladusi, Bolalia, Bolalia, Alima, Zulima, Alade, Sumiande, Sobila, Adule, Shokane, Sandole, Bromila, Zatikebo, Andaliba, Sadema Kota, Zamakabaya, Andalaba. Lift your hands and pray. E Makatalababa Sata. Imaha, Imnalaba, Anikosa, Anikosa, Zumikande, Andelebala, Amagolia, 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 Zumalada, Amalida, Somalebe, Ambramala, Ambramala, Zamalida, Ashabike, Sonimala, Abaloda, Adimahola, Andela Sita, pray. to use. He only needs men who will say, enough of this pornography. Enough. I'm looking for help. I'm looking for help. Enough of this pornography. I'm looking for help. Enough. But those who lack it should not dare to continue. Should not dare to keep building. Because their fall will be ruinous. Ruinous. Kadazimolebolebosa Mastabiondelibashata Ramandi Soleba Oda 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 Sanimo Kandisa Sanimo Kandisa Abalia Dosime Bole Katuna Santepola Santepola Adalia Bozimiando Sibe Kalabada Sababa lift your hands lift your hands lift your hands and receive grace grace you are receiving grace it is by grace not of works lest any man should boast it's by grace lift your hands and receive grace pray Pray, 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 pray.
Father, we are grateful to you. Do we have communion today? Share it. Many lives are beginning today. I, I know you've been in church for six years. But some of you are starting a new life today. Matasoka. And when we eat the bread and we drink the wine and you feel that you need the grace for you things, the grace for repentance, as soon as you drink it and you eat the bread, walk forward here. I'm going to lay my hands on you. I know for sure that the rest of your life begins today. Father, we sanctify these elements and declare that they are blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Continue praying as the communion starts. Share the communion. Pray. 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 Asatile, asatile makota. Romikanda satimalunda la bayada. Shonika tabazite. Romazanda la baba zakababa. Ramamazanda la baba yanda. Ramamazanda la bazika taba. Ramamazendele. Keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. Thank you, Jesus. Kings 19 is your bread in your hand. First Kings 19, verse 7. And the angel of the Lord came again the second time. Hmm. Some of you must rush 
to the downloading basanta to get this message and listen to it for the next one year he, the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said arise and eat because have you served the instrumentalist with the communion then stand up don't play just take your communion Arise and eat Because Don't play the keyboard Take your communion This is an emergency communion Arise and eat Because The journey (laughs) One of the reasons why we eat communion Is that The journey it's not for two days. It's not a two-day, three-year. I've been doing what I'm doing and sweating for the past 24 years as a professional. It's a long journey. And I've got more by the grace of God ahead. One of the reasons for communion is that we know that what is ahead is very long. And any journey that is very long has got possibilities. The longer, if I'm going to blue kiosk here, anything can happen, but it's not as precarious as going to Yendi from here. What can happen to me is plenty. I don't expect armed robbers this afternoon, but on the road to Yendi, you can be killed by armed in the afternoon. So the longer the journey, the more dangerous, unpredictable. So in verse 8, watch it. So he arose like you've also arisen. And he did eat and drink like you are also about to eat and drink. And went in the strength of that meat 40 days, 40 nights unto Horeb the mount of God. That is, he was climbing up to a mountain and he needed to eat. Some of you here are also climbing to a certain mountain in the ministry, a certain level of greatness. Some of you are going to climb from basenta to center leader. Some of you are going to climb to become lady pastors. Some of you are going to climb. Some of you young boys here, a day will come, you will be a bishop. Yes. It's called the Mount Horeb of God experience. But you need to eat. Therefore, when you eat this, he said he went in the strength. Expect at least enough strength to tell the boy that it's enough. Enough strength. Enough strength to delete all the useless music. Enough strength never to go to certain websites. Enough strength to delete certain names in your phone book. Enough strength to turn away from certain friends. He went for 40 days. Lift your bread. Father, Gozadilaba, Shatondeka, 
Subrimaza takandile Stomalia kasito laba Shangalande sapakata Any area where we don't have the strength to say no Any area where we are struggling in weakness Father, as we eat this We call for strength Into our convictions The body of Christ Eat it He arose and did it and drank. And we are about to drink. Lift your cup. What you are about to drink is going to wash the grease that is on your eyes. Some of you have been deceived that wrong is right. That black is white. But this is going to wash away anything that blocks your view, that prevents you from seeing right. Today marks the beginning of a new experience in Christ, the blood of Christ. Lift your two hands. What are you receiving now? Strength. Strength. Strength to watch, to stop watching pornography. Strength to break away from certain things. Some of you, they let, they let one of the shortest words in the English dictionary. N-O. You can say dondology, but you can't say no. You can say ecclesiology, but you cannot say no. <laughs> you can say tintinabulation, but you can't say no. But today, as your hands are lifted up, God, I see something like a jar of oil being poured on somebody here lift your hands in one minute in one minute you are going to receive what you have to receive lift your hands angels 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 pour the oil of deliverance the oil of repentance now in the name of Jesus receive that oil lift your hands thank you strongholds are being dissolved Limitations are being eaten away. You are going to be free to serve God. Lift your hands and 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 and, and let the power of God flow through you. Makota saba, matasabada, matasadaba, mande ah ah ah. Receive it now. It's it's hitting somebody here. Somebody here. Somebody's life has been to- totally revolutionized. Receive it now. There's a girl here. 
you will never be the same you never the same again after today lift your two hands do it yes the oil that is pouring is changing you the oil that is pouring is changing you bring them to me the oil that is pouring is changing you there's a girl here and I'm, I'm talking about a girl not a boy there's a girl here you, you, your deliverance is final today is your day I don't know who brought you here but something about your life is changing permanently bring them to me you will never be the same again yes out yes put that down Kota bring them to me lift your hands lift your hands lift your hands lift your hands the spirit that makes you see feces as jollof I said feces because it is yellowish brown it, it, feces is, 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 is like jollof to you lift your hands now that power give me the oil God does that Gelo 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 you will never be the same never the same again lift your hands 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 some of you the devil wanted to destroy you you are now free you are now free I said you are now free you are now free begin to pray in tongues now everybody pray in tongues now you are now free clap your hands and pray in tongues liberty liberty pray saw somebody lift up the right hand to receive something from the air. It's like power. Stretch your right hand. Anybody here who lacks energy, your right hand is touching power. New power is going to flow through you. Kadazima and Lady I'm counting five. Touch it now. Your hand is touching a wire. Your hand is touching power. One. makes you insensitive to sin is giving way now five touch it now it's flowing through you now. it's flowing through you it's flowing through you gadas 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 new i hear the word new power new strength new energy new resolve new determination new as if you never lived before new lift your right hand now father do it do it there's a young man here demons wanted to stop your ministry but today today the spirit of repentance alone if you can have it it will be worth more than 17 cathedrals it will be worth more than $40,000 million. The ability to turn around. 
lift your right hand. There's a young man here. A new power is flowing through you. Young man here. Yeah, young man here. Father, we thank you. Kataba, receive the power. Receive the power. The ministry God gave you, you will finish it before you die. The ministry God gave you, you will finish it. Sin will not finish it. Evil will not finish it. No devil will finish it. Lift your hands and receive it now. Father, we take it. We take it. Anything that is waging a war against our advancement, we block it. We call ourselves ministers of the cross. We call ourselves ministers of the cross. Thank you, Jesus. Now lift your two hands and begin to thank God. God is working on a young man. God is working on a young man. He is turning your heart. It's like a hand has entered your chest. And that hand is turning your heart inside out. Yes. God is working on a young man. Mazanula. 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 Gadazada Babayada. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Somebody's moment has come. Somebody's moment has come This is somebody's moment of deliverance And the angels are working Father I thank you It is done 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 We thank you Father In Jesus name Amen Close your eyes Everybody close your eyes. If you are here and you are not born again, you want to receive Jesus Christ into your life as your Savior. I want to pray for you before I close. Everybody close your eyes. You want to receive Jesus Christ into your life. Lift your hand now. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Yes. Lift it high. I want to pray for you to be born again. To receive. Yes, lift it high. I see your hand. I can see it. I can see it. Just lift it. Keep it up. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. If your hand is up, come to the front here now. Take your Bible, your book, and come meet me here. Heavenly Father, I'm coming to you. I've come to the cross for my sins to be washed. I am dirty. I am young, but very dirty. Use your blood, Lord, and wash me, cleanse me, make me pure. I want to follow you. I want to walk with you. I want to serve you. Make me your child. I thank you for my salvation. I declare that I am born again. I thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. 